0: Hey there, mama friend. Welcome to another episode of Generation on a Mission. Today, we are talking about a phrase that I think we should be more conscientious about using around our little ones, and I will explain. But first, I wanna start off with a situation that I want you to just picture in your mind you're out to eat at a restaurant for breakfast and there's this great opportunity for your little one to color a picture and earn a prize. Cool, great, that's all really fun and everything. Anyway, your little one is so excited because he would love to earn a prize, so he scribbles all over it turns it in and gets a sucker woohoo a little colored piece of sugar what more could you want right well your little one wants to eat it so you say whatever I don't care just eat it and then a whole different situation pans out and it's one that you weren't expecting but now it's one that you have to deal with because you didn't care in the first place it's a slippery slope and that's what we are diving into today we're talking about the phrase I don't care, and I wanna get your opinions on it, but here is my thought. I feel like we should be a little bit more conscientious about using that around our kids, and we are going to explore why that is in today's episode. So get pumped up and ready for today's show. Here we go. Hey there, Mama. If you want to raise empowered kids who actually listen while parenting biblically, you're in the right place. Not only does this podcast help you strengthen their spiritual gifts and walk in purpose at a young age, but it also teaches you how to parent with intention. Welcome to the Generation on a Mission podcast, where we focus on fostering our children's leadership skills so they can become world changers. Hi. I'm Michelle Schaaf, former classroom educator, turned parent educator, blogger, and podcaster, all while changing dirty diapers, drinking lukewarm coffee, and leaning on Jesus. Grab your headphones, whip out the ta-ta, and start feeding your baby. We've got some learning to do. So let's go ahead and get back to your response of, I don't care, just do what you want. Here's a question. Do you really not care? I mean, do you really not care? That's all I'm asking. I personally believe that it's not particularly the best idea to proclaim that you don't care about something to your kids. And why is that, you ask? Well, to me, that sends the message that you're not invested in what your kids are asking to do at the present moment. And is that really the case? Do you really not care about what they're asking you to do? And maybe you don't care, but that's essentially what you're telling your kids at the time, right? So I'm going to continue, but I want you to think about how many times we ask ourselves, why don't my kids listen? And I'm going to get into that in this episode as we continue further on with this conversation. But we have to ask ourselves if we want to get our kids to listen more effectively, then we have to start changing some of our ways, right? And I think this is a good place to start. But imagine this. Your little one asks if he can watch just one TV show and you respond hastily with, I don't care, just do whatever you want. Just watch the TV show, I don't care. Okay, well then, you know, maybe if you respond with I don't care to the first one, what might he begin to assume? Do you care if he just watches another one and maybe another one after that? Surely if you don't care that he watches a TV show, then you're not going to care if he watches two or three or four, right? It's just a slippery slope. You know, that's all I'm saying here. When you send the impression that you don't care with a want, then your little one's mindset might assume, well, okay, if my mom doesn't care that I watch one, then I should be okay to watch two, right? He doesn't ask and you know, before you know it, he's watched like four TV shows before you've even noticed because you know, you're cooking dinner or you're wrapped up around work or whatever. But then what happens after he's binge watched four of his favorite TV shows? Perhaps you get upset because he took advantage of you. He took advantage of the situation you were just supposed to watch one that's all you asked about but you start to get upset with him and yell because he tested your limit but if we shift our paradigm and think did he really test our limit when you were the one who said you didn't care in the first place wasn't it imposed that when you said you didn't care that you didn't really have a limit maybe i'm asking rhetorically i don't know but if you cared wouldn't you have phrased it differently and that's all I'm asking to reflect upon, right? And this is where I think we can really start making a change in our parenting when it comes to getting our kids to listen because I've actually seen so many times where a parent responds instinctually with I don't care and then it turns into a power struggle and an argument because the kids think well mom doesn't care so I can do whatever I want and then they are legitimately doing whatever they want and it turns into a problem when the kids start doing something that the mom doesn't like all because she said she didn't care and then the mom is Yelling. And she's blaming the kids, when in reality, is it really the kid's fault because she said she didn't care? And again, I'm just trying to ask these as a reflective question, right? It's something to think about. And I think that's important to reflect on these types of things so we can finally come to the conclusion of, well, why don't my kids listen? Is it something that I'm doing or is it something that they're doing? And oftentimes it's, it's on our end as parents and it's something that we need to change. And I'm gonna tell you that I'm not the most put together parent. I'm not perfect whatsoever, <laughs> however, I do know that good parenting is all about mindset and mind shifting. It's all about pivoting and reflecting in your parenting, meaning that you're not just staying complacent and allowing the same things to repeat themselves over and over again. It's all about reflecting and making changes in your parenting so that you can do better each day, right? right. I personally just feel like I don't care has a negative vibe to it. Your kids want to know you care. Yes, and sometimes that's hard because a tantrum might happen because you do care and that's a part of life, but they want to know that you care about their well-being. They want to know that you care about their interests, that you care about what they're doing or even who they have over for a sleepover. They need to know you're invested in them with their health and safety and everything else in between. So I just think we need to be mindful of how often we use the phrase I don't care around our kids when they ask us something. And that's just some food for thought, but you know, there you have it. And again, looking back at it from our perspective, turning it into a reflective question, think about asking yourself, Christine, can you eat another cookie? And you respond with, oh, Christine, I don't care. Of course you can. And you eat another cookie. After you've already had three, well, what's one more? And the only difference here is that you don't typically have to ask yourself permission before you indulge in things because you know you're an adult. However... What happens when you tell yourself you don't care you know mentally of course you wind up eating the whole pantry or six cookies at a time and that's exactly how we learn to make impulse decisions on a whim not caring leads to a lack of self-control and that's just what i've experienced but on the same hand i've also seen that not caring about our kids choices also leads to a lack of control i'm just saying i've seen it so many times but you know if we are being honest with ourselves do we care enough to tell ourselves no sometimes? And I'm guilty of this too. But you know, thinking about it again from this perspective. It's just one more piece of candy. That's what I tell myself when I don't care enough to think about what I'm actually putting into my body. Sure, I can stay up late to watch one more TV show. That's telling myself that I don't care enough about making sure I get an adequate amount of sleep even though I'm tired all the time. And this is me, this is me. (laughs) Or when you are in the scroll hole of Facebook and we don't care enough to stop scrolling even though our kids might need us or we should be doing something productive or spending time with our family or perhaps when we go grocery shopping and we think we need cookies or wine because it's tough raising kids, which amen to that, it is tough raising kids. It is. But honestly, we have to tell ourselves we care enough to set limits on ourselves so we can teach our kids why it's important to set limits for them too. We have to tell ourselves, yes, it is tough raising kids, but I care enough to adequately prepare myself by trying to better myself every day through adequate amount of sleep, health, healthier nutrition, more exercise, more sunlight, and more time with Jesus and you know, researching or reaching out to people when raising kids does get tough because it does. So we need to have all those other tools in our toolbox when what we're doing isn't working. We have to change, we have to tell ourselves we care enough about ourselves to make that change for us and our families. And here's why I'm sharing this. I'm sharing this with you because like I said, this is me. I am a constant and perfect work in progress. But for example, a few months back, I would keep telling myself, I'm so tired, I'm so tired, I'm so tired, but I didn't care enough to do something about it. So I would stay up much later than I should watching TV's Because, you know, I do need that time to myself. And that's a hard balance to find because I do have commitments and I have to figure out, okay, I still need to balance and find time for myself while I still get my commitments done. When do I do that other than just staying up late? But I had to prioritize and say, you know what, Michelle, I care more about my health and well-being in the way that I respond to my kids. I need to make sleep a priority. And that's just the bottom line. And so I did that. I said, I care enough to have a commitment to show myself that my sleep is important. So I need to set a firm limit on the time I go to bed every single night and that's what I started to do And i'm also trying to be more cognizant about the food I eat as well I need to do this especially if i'm going to set these limits for my kids If I tell them they need to go to bed by a certain time I need to do that for myself too If I tell them that they need to eat more fruits and vegetables then I need to do that too So i've decided that I care enough about myself to tell myself that I need to start out just by switching out my snacks to fruits and veggies Nothing processed and it's a small step because I've decided that I do I care enough about my health to start making a change it's a small change and I have a ways to go but I'm showing myself that I care so that my kids see that I care about what I put in my body as well, and I'm not just telling them that they can't eat things to be a mean, controlling mom who never lets them get anything they want, right? My point is we have to show our kids that we care about ourselves and the choices that we make for ourselves. We also have to show them that we care about the choices that they make about their little bodies and help them to do the same as well. If we didn't care, then who knows what they would put into their their little bodies their little minds aren't designed to have that self-control yet and they don't understand why we impose those limits so we have to model that for ourselves first which will then hopefully Make it easier for them to see the value and importance of why you actually care. So then what do we say instead of I don't care? Well, my opinion, we need to be more specific in our response. Our kids deserve to know that we care about the decisions that they make, like I mentioned previously. There are other ways to let them know that it's okay for them to do something or that you don't mind them doing it. You can simply let them know you don't mind, but put a limit on it. Here might be a healthier way to respond to your little one. I don't mind that you watch one TV show, but please let me know when you're finished with it, and we'll do something else. Super easy. He understands that he can watch one and he understands what he needs to do when he's done. So back to the sucker incentive, like I mentioned previously for doodling all over a picture, your little one brings the sucker back to you and says, mom, can I eat it? You can respond in several ways, right? And then I'm going to let you know what happens when you say, I don't care like in this particular situation. Now, personally, I'm not a candy person. I don't like to give it to my kids because of the food dye in it and the fact that it's just dyed processed sugar. Every once in a while, mm, (laughs) that's a hard maybe. but it's typically a limit for me. I try to teach my kids that it's important to put good food in our bodies and suckers are just the opposite of that, right? It's different from how I was raised, but I think there's more to managing behaviors than just discipline and positive reinforcement. There's also a diet and a sleep component to it as well, which is why typically diet and sleep are non-negotiables for me. And we talk about that when my three-year-old asks why he can't have certain foods. And I personally think that's okay. We can only hope that, you know, the more you expose it to them, the more they understand and start to respect that limit because they too start to understand the importance of taking care of their bodies, right? Now, back to how you choose to respond. You can also choose to respond in such a way like, okay, I don't mind that you eat the sucker, but it needs to wait until after we eat our food because it's important to fill up on nutritious food first. So you can permit them to have what they're wanting, but set a limit as to when they're able to eat it. And again, just expose them to that mentality and they'll pick up on it and begin to understand the why behind your decisions. And they may not always like it and that's okay, but it's important to let them know the why behind your choices. That's showing them that, this is why I care about you. This is why I'm caring enough to make this decision for you and that it's one that you don't like. Another way to respond is by saying, you know, we are already out to eat. I know you colored a picture and got your prize, but the food is already a treat as it is. So let's save this sucker for a different day. It's okay to set boundaries. We have to remember that. It's okay to set boundaries and have reasons why we don't let our kids do things, especially when it comes to health and safety. Health is so vitally important, especially nowadays. We do not need to feel guilty about telling our kids that they cannot indulge in dessert every night or have candy as an appetizer or just enjoy a sucker just because they colored a picture. It's okay to tell them no. And if you still wanna incentivize their drawing and reward them for that, then find a different incentive. I'd personally have him color it and tell him, hey, you might find more joy in giving it to somebody and letting that somebody know that you were thinking about them. And that's always a good way to spread joy. And everyone, I mean everyone, loves when kids think about them. It's just fact. Don't argue with it just go with it. Another response is, if you don't mind them eating it before their food arrives, then simply say, I don't mind that you eat just one sucker before our food gets here. It's been a long wait and you're being very patient. And that's okay to say that too, but just please, please do not tell them that it can hold them over because that's a load of baloney. That sends a message that candy is a perfectly acceptable appetizer or snack to eat when they are hungry. And my friends, that is just not the case. So don't even think about saying, just eat it to hold you over because it doesn't. It doesn't. So it might keep them occupied for a hot minute, but then you're going to have some choices to make later on after that because you let them have a sucker without any other food in their bodies. So just saying, let's keep going. I digress. And then there's the response of, I don't care. Just eat it. I don't care. Or perhaps you may have already told him no and he threw a temper tantrum and here he is back to eating the sucker because you gave in when he expressed that he was not satisfied with your answer which also teaches him that throwing a fake gets him what he wants which is why it's important to have tools in your toolbox when it comes to helping your kids learn how to cope when it comes to hearing the word no that's all i'm saying so then the situation where you say i don't care here's how this plays out so you say i don't care to your son after he asks you for a sucker well then what happens is the boy quickly scarf[s] down his sucker and wouldn't you know it he finds another paper and turn it in and he gets another sucker and he quickly scarves it down because you didn't care and then imagine this he starts getting all hyper and all jazzed up and you start yelling at him because you quickly lose control over the situation but is it your little one's fault No, it's not. He was hyper because you told him that you didn't care when he asked for a sucker. So was it assumed that it was okay for him to color another one and eat another sucker because you didn't care? Maybe that was the case. But what happens after that? You do care because he starts acting in a way you don't like. He starts getting hyper and he starts bouncing all over the walls and he can't sit in his seat and he can't stay focused and he wants to color another one, but you tell him no on that one But that's sending him mixed messages because you didn't care about the first one But why do you care about this one? And now he's throwing a fit in the middle of the restaurant and it's because you said you didn't care So that's when you have to think about man Maybe I should have said this a little bit differently right from the get-go So that way he knew that there was a hard limit on what he was asking me to do I didn't mind that he had just one sucker But perhaps I should have told him that one was enough It was good And then we should move on after that and do something else and think about something else and prepare himself for how to handle it once his one sucker was done. I need to have a tool to figure out how to combat that when I foresee the temper tantrum coming because I impose that on him as opposed to the temper tantrum happening because he was receiving mixed signals from me and now you're stuck backpedaling because you're trying to dig yourself out of a hole that you created because you said you didn't care. Okay, do you see the difference in these situations here? You can't tell your kids you don't care when you don't want to deal with the behaviors down the road. Dealing with the behaviors is a part of life. Don't try to push off any adverse behaviors because you're afraid of what will happen when you tell your kids no. In fact, it only prolongs the behavior or even makes it worse because you're not prepared for what happens after your kid does whatever you tell them that he could be able to do and then goes down this rabbit hole. You're not prepared for that but however if you tell him no in the first place, well you're prepared for that attitude You know how to handle that. You know how to help him cope through those emotions But if you tell him you don't care in the first place Then that's backpedaling for you because you don't know how to get out of that, right? you have to be prepared. So my bottom line here is if you're going to give in to a want just to appease a temper tantrum, you need to be prepared for how to handle it when things go awry. If your little one is used to having boundaries while still being able to enjoy most things, then telling them that they have to wait isn't going to be the end of the world for them. There are also alternative solutions that you can present to them as well to help them overcome the situation but you have to be prepared. You have to help them get used to thinking about how to solve problems or come up with solutions when they have to wait or when things don't go their way or when they have to do something they don't want to do and that my friend takes a lot of caring. You cannot just say I don't care when your kid asks you to do something. It's just not beneficial for our little ones. So perhaps if you get any takeaways from today's episode, let it be this. Just be mindful of how you respond to your kids when they ask you if they can do something. It's okay to tell them that you don't mind them doing something, but just put a little thought into phrasing it a little differently. And there may be times when saying I don't care is appropriate, but just be mindful of how often you use it and the circumstances where you are using it and make sure that you really don't care what they're doing and how it ends up because you said you don't care. So here are some examples, for instance, like, hey, mom, can I go outside to play? You might respond with, I don't mind that you play outside for a little before dinner, just please stay in the backyard and come in when I tell you it's time to come in or just something of that nature. Another example, hey, can I please play with Play-Doh? sure we don't have any activities planned that sounds fun just things like that or mom can i have more blueberries because i'm still hungry absolutely fruit is good for you let's get some more blueberries on your plate just something of that nature it doesn't take that much more effort to just rephrase just a little bit just please don't tell them that you just don't care because odds are you do care and your kids deserve to know that you do care. So this week, let's focus on making sure our little ones know that you do care about their choices and that you are going to make a little bit more of a conscientious effort to respond in a way that tells them that you care and see how that shifts some of the behaviors maybe and the way that they respond to you and just be prepared if you give them a hard no you might have to be prepared with some more tools in your toolbox as to how to equip yourself with what to do when you do say no how to help them overcome that and that's okay research reach out to me I'll be happy to help and figure out a way to help them overcome that adversity when you're imposing that limit on them okay so I do hope you learned a little something something and I will see you next week for another episode have a great week thanks for listening Real quick before you go, if today's episode made you laugh, learn, or love your littles a little more, please head on over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave a written review for the Generation on a Mission podcast. If you're needing simple ideas to boost learning for your kiddo, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Michelle Shaw, S-C-H-A-U-F, or join our Facebook page at Generation on a Mission. See you next time.